This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Now, a special presentation. Reaction and analysis of the debate. From the Blaze Radio Network. History. Every election is important, of course. But if you've been feeling like I've been feeling, not just for the last couple of elections, but all the way back to the George W. Bush elections, and you felt that divide in America, and you keep asking yourself, when is it going to get better? Then this election is particularly important. If you're like me, for many elections, you've been saying to yourself, Could we really end up with a different form of government? Could we be living in the end of times? That's how crazy things are. Then this election is particularly important for you. Hi there, I'm Doc Thompson, along with Jay Severin for coverage of the last debate prior to the Iowa caucus in 2016. Jay Severin joins me. Uh, Skip Lacombe is is somewhere. He's supposed to join us for the later one as well. I think he might be on the phone right now. But I'm here. No, I'm here. What are you talking about? There he is. Wow. Okay. Jay, normally Skip is here with me from our regular studio, and then he takes a vacation and he disappears. Where are you? I like that Skip is is adding the Wolfman Jack. This is like American graffiti. Like like Skip is somewhere, but we don't know where, and it's good that we don't know where. He's our cosmic floating correspondent. You know where I think he is? I think he's the same place they took uh, um, um, Dick Cheney on (laughs) 9-11. I don't know where that is. It just disappeared for a couple of days and... Well, that I can't actually disclose. No, I'm actually in uh, just outside of Albuquerque, New Mexico, my old hometown of Rio Rancho. Uh, uh, the folks here at uh, uh, ESPN Radio 1017, the team, were uh, kind enough to let me uh, use their studio tonight. However, their local uh, afternoon show is going on right now, so I won't be able to uh, connect uh, via the studio line until uh, the uh, post-main okay. show. Sounds good. All right, guys. Uh, here, The first debate, I'm assuming you both watched it. I now hate Carly Fiorina. I now hate her, Jay. But why is that? I hate her Guys. because has she said the crap that she said tonight two months ago, she'd be one of the top three people and we may not be dealing with that asshat Donald Trump. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that Fiorina clearly ran away with this night. She was passionate. She had great lines. She was funny. Uh, she seemed relatable. I think this was by far her best showing. In fact, I put out a, uh, a tweet just as the, uh, as the uh, debate ended, too, on who people thought won. And so far, overwhelmingly, people are saying Carly Fiorina by 64%. Uh, uh, this is Jay. I-, I think there is such a thing as too clever by half. I think mm. there is such a thing as too many one-liners juxtaposed too closely and i think attractive is as attractive does and um i don't deny that women and men are perceived and thus treated differently in politics and in life uh but that having been said with all the nods to all the obligatory lamentations attendant thereto, <laughs> the fact is she sma- she sounded like a smart ass like really? she reminded that, everybody of their first wife um <laughs> she, she was actually and ironically more hillary-esque in tone i don't mean in policy but in tone 
in sharpness. She was, I thought, too clever by half. Wow, I I don't. I do just the the opposite. I mean, she actually brings some stuff to the table if you look at her her ideas and plans. I mean, she's not perfect, but she has been. I've perceived her as as just weak, annoying in the past. Uh, tonight, I felt like she was speaking passionately, and at least it wasn't slow and like she was just trying to think of the right word. She was just rolling it off. I I well, think, I'll go back to what you said. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. then why tonight? I mean, I tweeted earlier. Yeah, that isn't it ironic that the later these debates get, especially the undercard debates, yeah. the more entertaining and candid. And 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 uh, uh, effusive they tend to be, and the reason is because, as the uh, as the uh, uh, participants realize they have nothing to lose, they get a little looser, and so okay, you know, I she was a little looser tonight, but so what? I mean, let her bring more to the table. Bring more food. Bring bring some more potato salad. No, I, I think you're right, Jay. Um, I would say it like, you know, there, in, in a championship uh, sporting event, they always say there's no tomorrow. So, you know, leave it all on the field. Yeah, they're putting it out there. I think they're being quite often more real. I don't think Carly Fiorina is generally a nice, sunshiny personality type person. I think she quite often has a stern look on her face. Not that she can't be nice. I, I mean, I don't know her personally. This is just my speculation, but... I think that she is more of uh, of a pit bull, and I'm okay with that. That's kind of what I'm looking for. My sense, guys, is that for the first time tonight, and again, you know, what, what do I know? My sense is for the first time tonight, a lot of in a lot of American homes, women and men, but especially men, uh, crossed the line from "Wow, she's sharp" to. If there was another man in the room, a sidewards glance that said, how'd you like to live with that every day? (laughs) I wouldn't like to live with that every day, but I damn sure would like that as a president if they brought that attitude. I don't have to live with the president. Yeah, and I I do think it was probably, I mean, too little too late at this point, too. I wish that we had seen some of that Carly earlier in the debates. Um, but yeah, I mean, at this point too, like we see each and each, each and every one of these debates, the candidates have seemed to be more prepared, and that makes sense as they've just had more experience now. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I I really just wish I would have seen some of that earlier. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. The number triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We'll get some of your calls coming up. We'll touch on some of the other candidates as well. Uh, my uh, friend Jim Gilmore, the uh, same thing. The Gilmore uh, Girls. Yeah, he finally. I mean, granted, he hasn't uh, had as much exposure as the others. But he he finally got it. I mean, he finally he finally got a little passionate and got it laid out there. What uh, what's that? Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, we've got uh, Ty spinning the dials radio style in New York City for us this morning. What were your thoughts, Ty? I mean, uh, it, what's he complaining about? It's time for when he <laughs> okay. He didn't notice. Santorum got two questions in the early right. part. Right. Carly got two questions. He was going to get his two questions. But he needs to jump the gun in a debate for for a caucus that he's not even trying to participate in. Yet he still complains. He used he used half his time to complain about no time. He I said, mean, "Is there anything as whiny and unimpressive as a candidate who spends that time called on to unimpressively whine about not being called on?" He said, "Early, I chose to start my campaign in New Hampshire." 
This is the last debate before Iowa, and he's complaining he's not getting all the time. He skipped Iowa, so they skipped him. So who cares? Guys, guys there was an easy. We we've we have a word for that now. It's called Jim what Webb. He Jim Webbed it. We have a phrase for that now. Moving forward for uh, you know hundreds of years in American political future, that's what people will say. They go, oh, the guy's bitching. He doesn't have enough time. Oh, he Jim Webbed it. Okay, got it. Totally Jim, Jim Webb has become yeah, a no, verb. That's been a theme. That's been a thing we've been seeing over a lot of these debates too. That's been such a frustration. I mean, they complain about not getting time. Once they finally actually get the chance to speak, they just complain more and more about it. I mean, you have the floor now. Go ahead and say your point that you've been uh, uh, waiting to get at. The elephant in and out of the room Mm -hmm. is that all of these people tonight, with the possible exception of Gilmore, though, good fellow, good patriot, done a lot, done more than I've done to, you know, justify his place on the planet, God knows. But all of these people in this undercard debate and all of the people we're about to hear would all be talked about as viable alternatives for the top spot if it weren't for Donald Trump because the fact is that that's the elephant in or out of the room but that's mm-hmm. the elephant that's a, you're right you're right that's it's frustrating for people who um, are passionately against Donald Trump because you're saying to yourself I take that person over Trump <laughs> right Right. I'd take that person over. Even if you don't like him, you're like, well, hell, I'd take no, that person I, I, over. No, it's a dangerous game to get into, though, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How so? I mean, just the fact that, I mean, I'm really sick of that whole anybody but mentality when we're looking at politics at all. I'm really sick of people trying to, to cast a vote against someone instead of just supporting a candidate whom they actually like. So when people start getting into the, well, I don't really like him, but he's better than, I think just that's a dangerous place to be in terms of, of how politics should work. Well, devil's advocate, let me counter. My, the singularity of my objective, which I have never doubted, selfishly, personally, but my bias, I have a singularity of purpose, and that has no name attached to it that you'll recognize on the Republican side. My singularity of purpose goes beyond religious fervor, even. I am not for anyone. That would not be a singularity of purpose. My singularity of purpose is to stop Hillary Clinton from being president of the United States. And every assessment I make derives therefrom. You're you're not alone, but you may be alone with this crowd. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. I disagree with that. Well, first of all, I don't think Hillary's going to get the nomination. I'm totally unaccustomed to that. Let me adjust <laughs> to the shock here. Well, no, but to that point, Jay, does that mean that you then support Bernie Sanders over Hillary Clinton? No, uh, because when I say Hillary, I mean any communist. Okay. Uh, what I mean to say is, I will vote for Donald Trump if Donald Trump is what it takes to beat Hillary Clinton. I will take the chance that a freak circus act who claims circumstantially to be a conservative without the least shred of evidence that he actually is, ever was, or would be a conservative, I'm willing to take the chance he will turn out to be a populist slash conservative than I would uh, take a criminal communist which I already know all about. 
You know what? I my or, or, or Jay, I loved what you just said. I thought it was uh, it was passionate. I agree with it. It was very funny. I'm wrong. Uh, however, Carly Fiorina <laughs> just texted and she said uh, it was too much, too many back to back. Wow. Carly, just get back in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, well, he went there. See, this yeah. is thought in me on the Blaze Radio Network. <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm going to go ahead and say two, uh, three, 325, 320. I'm talking about Huckabee's weight. weight. Yeah, uh, Huckabee's weight. Three, oh, three, I thought you were going to two market. Corinthians three. walk into a used car lot, you know. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Huckabee, same old, same old from Huckabee. Um, at least Bill Hemmer, I give him credit tonight for actually bringing up Huckabee's record in Arkansas as governor, which is atrocious, by the way, from somebody who claims to be a conservative. The guy right. uh, was horrible on, on personal freedoms, and the guy was horrible when it came to the economy and taxes and budgeting. He spent more money than ever before in the state of Arkansas. He raised taxes even though he said he cut them. It's that same old shell game where they cut a bunch over here, raise even more over here. They get a net gain, but they get to claim that they, they lowered them. Mike Huckabee, the don't forget. The same game John Kasich's been playing. Yes, exactly. That's the same thing they, that he plays. Mike Huckabee, when he was governor, referred to the conservative sect of his party in Little Rock as Shiite conservatives because they Whoa. stood against him. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, again, Huckabee, you know, Shuck. Shuckabee, Shuckster. Yeah, no, I mean, it's almost Dickensian. You, you know, it's game, so much. Oh, trouble. I think, well, no, it's it's like it's like Dickensian. I mean, D D Huckabee just reinvented himself. And look, you know, like that's new in politics. But yeah, they did fine. These guys earlier did fine. But guys, there's a reason why they did fine at seven o'clock. <laughs> I actually have a question you know, regarding that. I mean, come to the concert with me tonight. Who's playing? Well, Led Zeppelin is playing at 9 o'clock. Who's oh, playing good, at yeah. 7 o'clock? Yeah. Uh, oh. Jim Croce? No, He's dead. That. Yeah, well, they're playing I his records. You know, I mean, tonight, actually. Yeah. What was that, Ty? You have a question about that? Yeah, why was she so... Well, relatively unimpressive when she was what there was two debates where she made the main stage after because she's already demonstrated she can thrash Huckabee and Santorum. She's better than them. Fine. But when she was up there with the big boys, mm -hmm. she struggled my, a little bit. Why is that? Is she a Here's, tweener? Is she too good? No. Is she's like a quadruple A baseball player? We're too good for triple A, but not good enough for the That's major exactly leagues. Exactly right. Is that what she is? I'll be home soon, Ma. They're starting to throw curveballs. <laughs> I'm just wondering, you know, is she a quadruple A? My my politician? speculation, I think at least some of it is the fact that the people coaching her are telling her that if you are pointed, direct, and not nice, you will be perceived as shrill because you're a woman. That's um, true. That's, I think I'm that's, sure that's a lot true. of it. That's, been, that's something we've talked about I, in the past, too. That, that, I meant to suggest that tonight was the night that she at least flirted with that line. Yeah. Do you think that sounds plausible, Ty? Yeah, it, it, it does. It, it does. I, I'm just I'm just wondering. And at some point, she I, I get what you're saying about the advisors. But if she's going to be the president and be a leader, she has to fill that room out a little bit. And if Jeb's on the end doing what his weak thing and other I think there was space for her to be aggressive, especially against Trump. And she dropped that ball. And I don't think she's going to get another opportunity to face them, which kind of ruins her chances to be president if she had any chances.
Hey, let's uh, let's get some calls coming up. By the way, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It's eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You could tweet at Doc Thompson Show at Skip Lacombe at J underscore Severin or at Ty Johnson News if you want to contact any of us. We'll be on up until the the main debate, and then we'll be on immediately following the main debate tonight with uh, post-coverage analysis and, of course, mockery. But let's preview a little bit about what's going on. And by main, Doc means people who actually have a chance of winning. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Well, uh, people who have a chance of winning and then some other people. As well, because not all of them on the right. stage have a chance. And some fed some hamburger helper. <laughs> and some people who had to fill out the stage. Um, <laughs> so let's preview the, what's coming up tonight. Jay, I listened to your program yesterday, um, and I heard how you laid out the situation with Trump not supposedly not going to be on stage tonight and having this other event. And I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was uh uh, pretty insightful from a person who used to advise candidates on how you would handle this. It looks well, Doc, I'm sorry. He's... Did you did you did you hear? Are you including in in this my scenario whereby yes. he does appear? Yes, and I think it was great. And okay. The short okay. Version sorry. Is, yeah. No. I no. I'm glad you pointed that out. The short version is Jay said if he was advising Trump. Uh, he would tell him, go ahead and show up, but show up 10 minutes into it, right, as Ted Cruz is launching yeah. into his his big passionate speech, and the the place goes nuts, and he, he owns the audience, right? I, I, tw- I, like I tweeted it. Here, I, I here it is in 140 that. characters or less. Uh, five minutes in, Trump strides to podium, smiles broadly, waves, says, you want to talk about a deal? And the place goes like Elvis. Yep, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing that I would change from that scenario, Jay, is that uh, you know, five minutes in, like right when Ted Cruz is in the middle of his opening remarks, ACDC's right, right. Thunderstruck comes on, and he's just lowered from the rafter. <laughs> <laughs> only Thunder. wearing, only wearing those leather Thunder. pants that the drummer from uh, who was it? <laughs> oh, I can't remember. Never mind. <laughs> No, uh, it looks like he's actually going to hold this other event. Does that hurt him or help him, Jay? Does it matter at this point? Does anybody know? what? I don't even know what the hell's going on anymore. My answer is I, I can, only, can only think the same way. I mean, I, we, I don't know. We don't know. So I'm thinking the way I'd be thinking if he were paying me to think for him. You've already heard what I would tell him to do, you know, with regard to the main debate. Whether or not he's going to do that or any form of it, and if and including if he's not, here's what I would have him do at his event, which, notabene, takes place an hour before the Fox debate. Not at the same time. So that just, again, in theory, he's available. But all right, we'll drop that fantasy for the moment. No, no, no. He's not going to show... I think that's valid to bring up. Worth knowing, though, right? Okay, Mm -hmm. so let's drop that fantasy for just a second. What does he do with his? If he's paying me to advise him, I say, you go up on the, you have a lectern uh, on the stage at Drake University. You have the audience packed with your enthusiasts, goes without saying. And uh, then you have next to you on the stage a giant screen TV onto which you will broadcast the uh, the debate 
or clips of your opponents who have said bad things about you. Now, whether you do it, because I said it's earlier, it depending on how long Trump's event goes, it may not be, uh, uh, you may not have the ability to do a lot. But the idea would be flash up the clips from the various news services in the last 24 hours of things your opponents have said about you on a big screen TV and lacerate them, vaporize them, crush them, smash them, pulverize them before an audience which will go wild with your every utterance. This is how you hold, this is how you counter-program. Wow, I think you're right. I'm, I'm just glad you're on our team. As opposed to against us, that would be bad. I know, that's really bad. It's, wow. No, I mean, right? I mean, and this would, the only no, question right. you ask yourself is, what would, would Trump, is, is this modest? No. no. Is it decent? No. no. You know, is it appropriate? No. no. Would Trump do it? Of course. Yes. It's perfectly, it works perfect for him. Jay, we have moved uh, closer and closer to elections almost solely being about the the pomp and circumstance and the crazy and the 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 charade the dog and pony show you put on and Trump has taken it to a new level and yeah that's what you do that if you're him that's what's worked for him you go you go you keep going bigger until you hit your head on the ceiling and it Here's looks like at this point there's no there's no head and there's no ceiling Here's how old I am I made my living for uh 25 years of running campaigns across this country and in other For countries. Herbert Hoover, right? Exactly. Well, I was at the junior position in that one. Okay. Uh, and, and there was a term of art called GOTV. And I, I know this because it comes from the Republican Leadership Manual, which I wrote for the Republican National Committee, the Republican Leadership Manual. And it was a three-ring binder, a couple hundred pages, and it was to be given to amateurs considering a run for major office. And these were the things you needed to know about the ABCs of running for office. Therein was a chapter heading called GOTV, VITAL. GOTV was an acronym for Get Out the Vote. That stopped meaning that somewhere around the time Skip was born. Okay. GOTV now means Get on Television. Oh. Uh, yep. It's interesting. It's, it's interesting how That's that, it. Uh, it evolves, too. And it has just become a circus at this point. Like we talked about in the past, too, I mean, a year ago when Trump had announced and this was all going through, I thought this was going to be a short-lived circus like it has before, and he wouldn't be able to, to resonate, but somehow he, he was able to get in that vein of people and really use angers against them, and it's become this, this whole circus. It's, it's unlike anything I've seen before in a, in a, it's uh, like in a tonight, cycle like this. The, the, the existential question for tonight's debate, with or without Donald Trump, is the only question about tonight's debate. Will it change turnout and we could talk more about that and i know it's hackneyed and i apologize for you know being the 99 millionth person to say it but at this point all of the polls have been wrong in the last 20 years yeah i have not picked a winner in 20 years the polls have been wrong 20 years this day eight years ago rick santorum was in seventh place forgotten he won the caucuses uh they've been wrong for 20 years every time what matters is turnout and we can look at numbers and say, if it's this many, then it's good for X. 
And if it's this many, it's good for Z. This is a special post-debate presentation, reaction and analysis of the GOP debate on the Blaze Radio Network. presentation reactions and analysis of the debate from the place radio network Doc Thompson along with Jay Severin, Skip Lacombe, and Ty, who's spinning the dials radio style in New York City. We're going to open up the phone lines now, 888-900-3393. It's 888-900-3393. Before I get to the calls, real quick, uh, Ty, you wanted to express something about uh, your love of Twitter. Um, you just love social media. What's what's your problem? What's, uh, okay. I mean, what's your so you guys open the segment? You talk about Carly right off the get off the bat. Yes, it's about did. how yeah. Carly thrashed everybody else. You yes. talked about Huckabee's record. Yeah, you talked about Gilmore. We talked about Gilmore complaining about his time and how yeah. Santorum really not saying anything new. That yeah, all came right. up. Uh-huh. We also mentioned the Trump thing because if we don't talk about it, we're stupid. I mean, let's just be right. honest. He's, right. He it's may a, he may not show right. It's the story. Yet people right. on Twitter chastise and say, well, can you mention somebody other than Trump? You did. You mentioned everyone other than Trump. <laughs> That's I mean, a really good point. That's really I mean, good I mean, point. Everyone other than Trump. People hear what they want to hear, and it's a little bit frustrating because they, they have their antennas up so much for Trump, either pro or con, or that yeah. they're not paying attention to, what, to the real content. Right. All right, let's get some phone calls. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three in Ohio, the Buckeye State. Toby, how are you, sir? Toby. Doing great. Doing great. Doing great. Big fan. Uh thank you. I, I, I first first thing I gotta mention is But is, but you like Doc yeah. and Skip too, right? <laughs> yes, you know I do, Jay. Yeah, I want some clarification on who you're a big fan of, but that's okay. I'll <laughs> well, it's the show. I'm listening. I'm calling. Oh, very good. Good uh, man. Good man. This first, man is angling for an ambassadorship. <laughs> no, this, guy's first, is a parent. this guy has first, children. I mean, yeah. The first, first, you got to mention the reason why Huckabee and Christy aren't on the same stage is weight restriction. <laughs> it, 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 just, it just makes sense. You just that that doesn't save. Uh, By the way, second, just second. Real, real quick, Toby, I do have to point out that Mike Huckabee will be providing aerial coverage of the primetime debate <laughs> coming up in about 23 The Huckabee blip. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah they're, they're, still, they're still mining the uh, quarry for uh, granite for his bus. Right. Uh, the, uh, the, the, just just not to be believed, and, and you're, you're definitely right, it, it, it's you know, Trump has become almost like a sideshow barker. I mean, talking about it, it, it's kind of ridiculous, but it's it's the fireworks, even though it's everybody knows that it's kind of a, a show. It's not real. And this hey, Toby, is real. This is serious. Hey, Toby, I, I hate yes, to tell you, I just have a rumbling in my soul when you say that about Trump, because if it's true about Trump, uh, Trump then yep. you know who we are? The monkeys riding on the backs of the dogs around That's the right. edge of the circus. That's right. I think a question that I really wish more people would bring up, and I think it's a question that's 
almost like the, the secret nuclear bomb question that everybody should be asking of Trump. Can you imagine Trump putting any of his assets or any of his companies into blind trusts? Can anybody honestly say he would do that? We know that he wouldn't. We know he well, here, involved, well, hang on a second. Toby, the reason we know he wouldn't is because when they mentioned this on stage, Trump seemed to act like he didn't know what a blind trust was. There's a, a billionaire businessman, and he went uh, blind trust, whatever that is. It was something like that. Right. I was like, wait a minute. You, you, you don't know a billionaire businessman, and you don't know what that is. Okay. No, That's so not I entirely fair, Doc. I, I, in, la- a few sentences later, he did say he'd have no problem appointing Ray Charles as uh, <laughs> a financial He trusts advisor. him very much. Stevie well, Wonder, that's, 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 too. The, the biggest thing with blind trust for him is what he gets from most of his supporters is blind trust. <laughs> hey <laughs> Blind faith. hey <Hey-o. laughs> Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think, it's, I think you're dead on that. I mean, I, 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 I think some of his supporters remind me a lot of Barack's supporters in 2009. I'm sure that's something everybody's either thought or said. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like a religion for people. There was a uh, there, and, and Toby, thank you so much for the call and your support yep. Thanks, of, of me in particular. Thank you so much, and um, <laughs> uh, we'll get some more calls coming up. But there was an article, and I only got a chance to uh, to just scroll through it quickly, and I think it was in Politico. Um, and again, I've just I've just got a. Couple you of know, it was in it. Jugs Monthly. It was please. I don't read that highbrow. Um, it was in like Jugs Weekly. Um, so. <laughs> But it, it was this idea that if you don't like Trump, we are to blame. We, we are these lemmings that just keep running. We, we, we force that pendulum to swing so far the other way because we don't handle things properly. And it was kind of a point that I had touched on yesterday morning on the air that Barack Obama is giving us Donald Trump at this point, And George W. Bush gave us Barack Obama. And Bill Clinton well, gave us George true? W. Bush. I mean, well, it's not, it's not, it's not not true. I mean, that's the no. way it's been. That that right. pendulum theory has held fairly firmly throughout contemporary but, American history. But that it, we seem to be pushing it even farther when it swings back the other side, and we will we will tolerate so much garbage just to get to. Uh, to believe we're getting away from that that other person, you know, we we well, got to leave that, that behind. Well, is that the physics of it? Isn't that the physics of it? The farther it is pushed <clears throat> to one side, yes. will yes. not the momentum of the backswing be greater than if it were not pushed so far? Mm-hmm. And 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 if you buy into the general overlay of the theory, then Obama has pulled it pushed it so far to the left that the v- virtual violence with which it reacts in coming back to the right will probably exceed you know anything we're accustomed to. Now, Skip, uh, Jay and I have laid out physics as part of our argument here to, do, to describe. Can you bring in like trigonometry? And I have some nerve if you saw chemistry? my grades. Uh, the short answer to that is no, I can't bring anything mathematical related. But let me ask this to bring up this side of the debate. Um, 
not to say that you're wrong about the, the pendulum swinging uh, further than we have before, but don't you think that people during FDR's time were saying the same exact thing? Or it's the fact that we're just living in it right now. It feels as though it's sometimes. as worse as it's ever been. Yeah, sometimes right. because there are high and low water marks. I mean, this is not the, the most contentious time you know we've lived, that people have lived in when it comes to presidential races or politics in America. I mean, you have more I mean, and less bad. contentious times. Wrong. Like I say, it, it is bad. We right. definitely are on the extreme side of the pendulum. It's just... Maybe if we take a look at it from more of a, a macro view of the history of, of America. But this is still worse. one of the this would still be one of the worst. I mean, yeah, the, the, the election of 1800 was was outrageous. I mean, that was crazy time. But this is really, really bad when you yeah. when you look at the whole thing, though. And this was part of the argument. Again, I've just glanced at this article. I'm going to read the whole thing um, when I get a chance tomorrow. But they said, how, how much money has have conservatives given over the years, the last 10, 20, 30, 40 years to think tanks and conservative causes and PACs and so on and so forth, probably into the billions of dollars. A lot. And yeah. Right. And are we, as a conservative or a libertarian, are we any better off? Have, have, has that worked for us? Well, did it mean anything? I mean, I thought the most wounding uh, criticism of the... Uh, uh, National Review, the, the stunning National Review effort a few days ago, which was to gather together 22 prominent voices in conservatism. 21 uh, in the Again, why does that matter? Because conservatives have dominated Republican presidential politics primaries forever. And so they get 22 prominent conservatives to say, we don't hate Donald Trump. You know, we don't yada, 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 but he's not a conservative. And if it's a conservative you're looking for, it it, it ain't me, babe. And so th- th- there's that. But you know what? I'm not sure that matters anymore. No. No, I, I don't much. think it does. I don't think it does. You know, Jay, I used to think eh, the last few years, I thought, you know, People are more educated now because we have video. You know, you can no longer go whistle stop, uh, you know, one place and then move down the tracks 50 miles and go, those people down there, they're crazy. You know, you didn't say that when you were down there. But we have, you know, cameras and everything is recorded. And I thought, ah, this holds uh, people more accountable. I don't think so. If, If there is any accountability because everything is recorded now, it is completely overshadowed by the cult of personality because... We are used to being marketed to. We want to be marketed to. We have grown yeah. up multiple generations now that beg for the, 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 the glitz and glamour of television commercials and uh, slick mar- you know, marketing campaigns. We want that because we've learned, like Lemming, to trust that. Oh, what halitosis. Use this product. Great. I know what I can do then, right? I mean, they invent words and, and ideas and concepts just to market us. And we now say, I don't have to do the work anymore. I don't actually have to look up Donald Trump's record or Ted Cruz's record. I don't have to do any of that. I can just listen to the commercial and decide if I like his tie. Ironically, though, it's easier than ever to look it up if you want. Yeah. And I, let me add, I, I wish desperately that the problem here, the diagnosis, were over-education. But when when you've got a guy who is claiming to be a conservative, when you do have a guy, whether you're for him or not, and I guess I have to say I am, just to keep things clear, I have been for Ted Cruz for several years. Uh, And I'm for him because he's a conservative and so am I. 
Ted, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Donald Trump may or may not end up for some reason by chance like a bagatelle wheel, like a roulette wheel. You know, I'll put all my chips on 35 red. Maybe he'll turn out to be please, please. a conservative. Uh, but uh, we know that Ted is Cruz. Black, Jay. It's not red. 35 well, uh, okay, black. black. We know what we know what he already already is. But the thing that really, really, really bugs me is that if we're overeducated, we ought to know that Donald Trump is not and never has been a conservative. He is a populist. We have in our history, not not distant, distant history, we have in American history populists. They're different than conservatives. They often sound like conservatives, but they're populists, and they are often of politics of the left far more than they are of the right. And what Donald Trump, I mean, the, the choice, you know, the abominable snowman is this. The abominable choice is this. Are we going to end up with the choice between a criminal commie or between a neo-populist with strong fascist undertones? Because that's what we're looking at here. Um, real fast, guys. Um, according yeah. to CNN, Trump has told them that Fox News called him on the telephone and apologized for the taunting press release. But he still hasn't officially said whether or not he's going to show up. But <laughs> I'm just saying that he, that's all over social media. He, I, I don't know. They, show they called him. And he's going to leak an hour later uh-huh. that Rupert Murdoch went over Roger Ailes' head, stabbed Roger Ailes and Fox <laughs> in the back, and begged. That's why I said in my tweet. So I said at the beginning of tonight's show, here, he's going to go to the, he's going to stride to to the podium and say, want to talk deals? Jay, I, uh, I'm yeah. starting to think you may actually have this one. Here's, here's the thing about all of this, though, and I think so many people are frustrated uh, because of the way this is shaping up. I um, was talking to a friend of mine last night that is a Trump supporter, <clears throat> a person I know and respect and has, throughout uh, our history together, proven themselves to be a very sharp, intelligent, well-thought-out person and that right, it's someone so... you're sleeping with. We get it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but this person is so frustrated. Like <laughs> this person is so frustrated at what's going on, they, they back Donald Trump. Here's the bottom line. You don't have to like who I like, who I'm backing. You don't have to like any of that. And if you want to back Donald Trump, that's fine as well. You can even say, I like Donald Trump because he's not politically correct and he's sticking it to people and he's aggressive and all this stuff. And I'll say, good, okay. I think that's short-sighted because there's more that you should be concerned about. But I get that and I won't dispute that. However, if you say you back him because he's a conservative, he's a libertarian, Uh, any of these things, uh, it's uh, not just a difference of opinion. You are wrong. Donald uh, Trump is not a conservative. He is not a libertarian. He is absolutely progressive. And if you're fine with that, that's fine. But do right. not pretend and propagate or, or, or continue this myth that he is somehow a conservative or libertarian. He is not. He is in the in the tradition of Huey Long, first one that comes to mind of Louisiana. The kingfish. Kingfish. You know, I mean, and when you think about that, that sounded conservative, but it was the very essence of Democrat socialism. And by the way, if Trump does show up, I just want you to know, Guru Jay will be positively insufferable. <laughs> Holy cow. 
Uh, yeah, Doc, your point earlier, too, about Trump supporters and stuff, I had a very similar conversation with somebody uh, just yesterday, too, uh, talking about Donald Trump, saying I, I ended up getting to the point where I was laying out point by point things that Donald Trump is inconsistent and not conservative on. And at the end of the day, that person said, well, I guess maybe I'm not as, as conservative as I thought I was before either. And this is somebody who, I mean, died in the wolf, still <laughs> loves George W. Bush. I think George W. Bush was the best president we've ever had. And now because of Trump, Things. Yeah, you know, maybe I'm not that conservative anymore. It's no, you know, sacrifice you, on, on values. Right, and that's the thing. And I think I know who you're talking about. And the, the, the horrible thing about that is um, that, no, I think they probably are that conservative. They're just trying to find excuses to back this person because they are just so fed up. The bottom line is they're just fed up and they want anything. They will, they will, they will do anything for a change. Even vote Guys, for somebody that they don't know what that change will be. Can we talk for a minute about, because uh, Skippy mentioned one of the family, uh, the heads of the three families of the uh, final debate mafia tonight. And that's Heb, Heb, you know, with the exclamation point, Heb, <laughs> Boosh, Boosh. And tonight, one of the groups, one of the three families, as I see it, of the debate mafia are the desperados and i would on a sports analogy basis i'd say they're uh doug flutie putting the ball up uh or ty who did you help me with earlier the green bay packers quarterback Aaron rogers aaron rogers those two balls he put up 10 days ago the last two balls he threw at the end of the game there are some guys tonight that need to try to keep it steady there are some that need to gain, and then there are some who absolutely need to Hail put Mary. the ball up like a Hail Mary. And I would mm-hmm. say tonight, is this not the last chance? Tell me if I'm wrong, but I see this as kind of the last chance saloon, or real close, for Heb Bush. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And not only do I think he will try to put it up, but he will he will be like wrong way Feldman. I mean, he will put it up, and he will throw it the absolute... I mean, it'll be something grand and spectacular that they've calculated and worked on that'll be the game changer, and he will blow it because Heb is a moron. He he'll really is. He's not spin a around. Man. He'll yeah. run the wrong way. In fact, I hope they have Yakety Sacks ready. Yeah, I hope they have uh, Spike Jones ready because Heb's going to try something. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think he's got the long shot. Chris Christie made uh, – his back isn't as against the wall as Hebb's is, uh, but I think he could potentially Ooh. try something as well. well. That's because you can't see Ooh. where his back begins. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, that, I think most of these people at this point, aside from, I mean, the top people who we've been talking about at this point are, I mean, just uh, uh, head above – trying to keep their head above water at this point. I think it's going to be too yeah. late, obviously, for any of them. I mean, at this point – they're just trying to position themselves for a potential role in the cabinet, I think. Well, um, and New Hampshire, let's let's consider this. There are a lot of people, I mentioned this this week, I've been in this room many times. The, the argument starts about a week ago, and it's the top advisors of the candidates who argue – Let's get out of here. Let's blow town now and get and try to regroup in New Hampshire. Let's give ourselves a head start. And the other half says, no, I could still get you another two points if you stick this out until primary date or caucus day. And they argue like hell, and it's one of the most important arguments they make. Do you stay on TV? Do you stay here? Do you, do you blow out and go to New Hampshire? Right now, a lot of these people 
are likewise debating tonight for New Hampshire more than Iowa, Iowa. because they say there are three tickets out of uh, out of Iowa win place and show. But those of us who follow this know there's almost always a surprise. Uh, I call it the resuscitation ticket. You know the paddles. You know, clear, clear, just zoom. You know, there, there, someone gets the paddles at the last minute and gets their ticket punched, and they get like a surprise second place, third place, fourth place, maybe fifth place, even finish that resuscitates them. My guess for that place by the not the place, but the name is Carson. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the other thing, too. If, if, if I'm one of these candidates, a Cruz, a Rubio, especially. Um, and I'm looking at this saying, you know, I really need, again, a game change or something to happen, and it doesn't look like I could get it. Um, do you start saying, hey, I'm going to start trying to side up with somebody like a Cruz and say, hey, let's do this thing together to, to, to take out Trump? I mean, can you, can you work together, announce your, your running mate already? Because I would hate to have it if I'm one of those candidates left on the field thinking I didn't do everything I could have. Trump is running away with this. Hey, anything is possible. Someone slept with Hillary Clinton. <laughs> That's a good point. Can we, can we look at that and say anything is impossible? You're right. Hillary Clinton shows you every stinking day <laughs> that anything truly is possible in this world. That is a uh, that is quite a... Jay, I'm going to have that tattoo or uh, sewn on a pillow. Maybe get a tattoo no, of it. No, but this, this argument, believe me... They had an uh, Rubio announced. They made a point of announcing the other day. Rubio will be here until Caucus Day, and and I and I I reminded my audience. Remember, we talked about this three days ago. The reason they announced this is because it, we know there was an argument. A lot of people are arguing now. You get into New Hampshire now, or do you stick it out? Immediately following the prime time GOP debate, we will be back with more analysis, coverage, and mockery. In the meantime, join us on Twitter at Doc Thompson Show, at Skip Lacombe, at J underscore Severin. This is the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to reactions and analysis of the GOP debate. The Blaze Radio Network. <laughs> 